this one's a real gross fucking piece of diary shit, everybody, and I fucking love it. Welcome to Daycare Dittos. <laughs> I'm just glad that we're amongst trash brothers and sisters. Yes. And non-binaries. Yes. This guy goes in the pipes and eats your diarrhea shit. Welcome. <laughs> Good. I need to per- I need to um hire a grimer and um cheese. You know, I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say not muck, but it's named backwards because Dave has titled the um uh, recording session as grimer spelled backwards and and come. <laughs> Reamer and come. <laughs> uh how's everybody doing? Trash. Doing trashy. Feeling like a good sludge man. Man, I never heard so many words for disgusting filth than from this Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. I I heard a lot of uh, bad things. I also heard a lot of good things. So. Yeah. I actually do love this guy now. Yeah, me too. I have a little bit more respect for this Pokemon. He's a... He's like dogs with jobs, the Pokemon. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to live in a universe where I can smell them, though. Well, I mean, the Alolan version doesn't smell as bad, but but yeah, I don't really want to be around a Grimer or a Muck. You need to change the name of the... Um, I'm going to say come instead of Muck. Just don't say come. It's the Look at the big board of podcast rules. Number seven, I'm glad it's don't not, say come. I'm glad it's... Not November, because otherwise <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to no, bleep no. this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you can't do a uh, Nuzlocke, uh, because no, Nuzleaf originally starts as a, <laughs> a little oh, nut. Yeah. It does start as a little nut. <laughs> Are we actually going to do that in November in this podcast? Not nut. Yeah, no nut, no nut. I've I've jizzed zero times on this podcast, so we can keep that up. Um, my bad, this... my bad. <laughs> Sorry. No, so, I think that's my bad, right? Yeah, you should try harder, Peter. <laughs> okay, Dave. Um, I'm looking through, and I realize like there, my notes are vast, but I didn't even write what number Pokemon. It is. Oh, 88, 88 and 89. And uh, how heavy? How heavy are these guys? Uh, 66 pounds, 2 foot 11. Um, but the Alolan version is actually smaller and heavier. More trash in Alola. And we'll get there when we get there. Dense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would you rather have somebody that smells bad or somebody who tries to have uh, crystals all the time? I think you can go to like certain like street fairs and find people that want to. I was going to say, isn't that a new fad? Yeah, it's like crystals are a new fad now. So I guess crystals. It's kind of the two types of hippies. Yeah. The ones that sell you crystals and the ones that smell bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also very hippie ish. I was blown away when I learned that Grimer is animated. Via uh, lunar radiation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of all over exposed. the place. It doesn't make any sense. They kind of go back and forth with it, but like... They say it enough. It's uh, uh, Grimer apparently uh, manifested from sludge uh, from... Uh, factory runoff uh, into the ocean that was exposed to lunar x-rays and uh, I don't know if this moon actually uh, pulses out x-rays I know that um, naturally one of the biggest sources of x-rays on the planet are actually like x-ray machines (laughs) not naturally (laughs) just like living things so Hmm. Well, everything emits radiation. So like, you know, sleeping next to somebody uh, would give you radiation or even a flight on a plane would give you more radiation than like a x-ray from a doctor. Really? Yeah, the, the higher up you go, the less um, 
defense you have from radiation because there's less atmosphere to block the radiation. So you get a lot of uh, radiation just from flying or being at high altitudes. Well, we don't want a grimer to travel too much in high altitudes or, or travel really much at all because every time it does travel, pieces of it kind of just breaks off. And any every little piece that breaks off of a grimer turns into a new one, which is kind of gross. Yeah. But... And that this is so cool because like they break apart, but then they'll also come together and combine yeah. too. So like they're just all over the place. They're they're reproducing like crazy. Imagine being like taking a shit one day, and it's just like it's like my son. <laughs> it comes to life, and then like your Grimer son like wins a poker battle or hits a poker home run, and you're like, son, you make me so proud. And then you hug, and you've absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> then you Until are like shit game. again. Yeah. <laughs> I love Steven Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um yeah. uh the um when they split off and they become their own Grimer, uh, I thought that was interesting because some people have likened Grimer and Muck to like just bundles of uh worms, like a bag of worms. Ew. Um, so, and, uh, apparently they like, you know, I, I don't know specifically what the, the, the group of worms are, but they like, they tend to like cluster together and then, yeah, like, I think they're called tubaflex worms. That's the one you're talking about. They're like in yeah. sewers and they're really weird. They look kind of like pulsating hearts. Yeah, exactly. Scrumptious. Why well, hate I mean, that? Yeah. I have actually a... I have a couple other ideas of what Grimer might be actually from uh, the real life. There's three yeah. possibilities. I have a I have a couple of postulations as well. I have some from oh. pop culture. So yeah. let's go with the uh, let's go with the, the real the real worlds. Can you learn us something? Well, Peter, you go first. Um. Well, it just popped into my head that uh, my friend Dan he likes to make kombucha kombucha and in order to make kombucha you need a scoby which is a uh, symbiotic like collection of yeast and bacteria and they look like a little jelly so i was thinking it kind of resembles a a scoby but um yeah they could be the worms uh they could be um what people have uh, said is that they uh, come from uh, big old factories and I was thinking that um, specifically there was a lot of um, like there, there was a uh, Pokemon war potentially that that could have been a, a nuclear runoff from uh, bombs created during the Poke war because apparently uh, Grimer and Muck might also be a reference to um, being afraid, uh, you know, Japanese people being afraid of um, uh, radiation, nuclear power plants that have their uh, waste not disposed of properly. So, and then of course, radiation from the bombs from being uh, nuked in World War II. So... Those are my uh, Grimer theories. Well, it's interesting that you say radioactive because um, I actually was looking up and I saw that there are these radiotrophic fungi. So they're mushrooms, um, but they use radiation to actually grow. So they grow um, a lot around like Chernobyl and stuff. And these uh, fungi have melanin in them, which... Uh, gives them like a you know a dark black color but it protects them from radiation like 500 times the normal limit and it like gives them tons of like energy to uh like reproduce at this rapid rate um the other thing i uh thought it might be is this thing called a fatberg which is a collection of fat oil and grease that collects in um sewer systems and um, just so you guys get an idea of what these things are, um, a, a fatberg weighing 300 tons was found clogging the sewer system near Birmingham in Ugh. England. Um, 
There was another one that was 400 tons in Liverpool and was about 820 feet long. Oh, man. And this is just like a solid, rocky mass of like fat and grease that just collected in the sewers. So, um, and then while I was Googling this, it was really interesting because one of the like Google, like other people looked up was what does a fatberg smell like? Oh, Um, man. (laughs) So, but then, so the last thing that I have is this thing called a slime mold, um, which was... First thought to be like maybe a fungus, but is now something completely different. But these molds can actually be separated and then can learn things like how to tolerate salt and then come back together and teach each other that thing, like how how to resist salt. So I thought like Grimer kind of could do that. But the other thing that's super cool about these slime molds is that they placed a slime mold where like Tokyo would be on a map and then they placed like food around it where other major cities were. And the slime mold kind of just like expands like a cloud and any of the links that like hit food, they get strengthened and they were actually able to, the slime mold was able to recreate the railway system. Oh, what? Because it's looking for like the fastest links between like nodes on the map. So like this mold was able to like, you know, engineer like the fastest path between these things um, in a couple hours. Like super cool. Um, If you could like Google it, YouTube it, definitely give it a look. But yeah, I was like, that sounds like a grimer. (laughs) Well, I sure Uh. hate that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was just going to talk about my favorite kaiju in Godzilla bad guy, Hidorah, who in the U.S. is mostly known as the smog monster. Okay. Who is basically just a big ball of trash. He's just, he is what he is. He's the smog monster. He's a giant slime monster. His eyes are, uh, model, they're vaginas. Um, <laughs> later the creator was like, I made him vaginas because they said make scary eyes. And I thought that was weird. Um, <laughs> But uh, Hidora, well, Godzilla is, as many people know, the giant radioactive uh, lizard monster. And he was based on the threat of radiation and nuclear war um, of everything that went on. And that's kind of carried through uh, with the same thing you were saying, Peter, you know, the idea of the bombs, nuclear radiation, everything that's happened with Japan and how all the thing that humanity has done to the world comes back and the world tries to basically right itself and heal itself back. And it comes in the plague of Godzilla killing everybody. But this was from a basically like a pollution planet hopped onto a comet and came to the earth um, and was a smog monster. And in the same way that there was a lot of concern in the fifties when Godzilla started, of course of the radiation and then later like, you know, the bombs, this was directly based on something called the Yokaichi asthma. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was a chronic obtrusive pulmonary disease, bronchitis and uh, pulmonary emphysema. And it was an asthma that showed up in the city of Yokaichi um, in the year, I think it was like, what was it, 1968. Um, And it was because of all of the environmental changes that were attributed to sulfur dioxide emissions um, because Mm. there were um, a lot of different plants there for refining different... um, fossil fuels and stuff like that. And when it came to how they processed it, it literally polluted and created this sludge and just everybody in the city in the out outwards area got extremely sick. So they turned that idea into a monster and many people believe the same story. And a lot of the stuff you're in the Pokedex is, Mm -hmm. uh, it's muck and Grimer. Yeah. Yeah, That's, That's really interesting because like there is this recurring concept in a lot of stuff of like miasma, you know, this like purple cloud that like comes over you and like makes you sick. And like, yeah, a lot of that stuff comes from just, you know, these 
I remember there was a story one time about this town and there was a underwater like volcano or something and it just released this um oh oh very cool looking very vaginal eyes (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but like it would just release like a whole bunch of carbon dioxide like a bubble and because you can't see it it would just suffocate the people in the town they die and like be like what happened you know um but yeah just a gas a cloud of gas that would kill you is this like very uh scary myth you know mm-hmm. final Some fantasy people... crystal chronicles exactly <laughs> that's that's like the first thing i think of. yes somebody's got to hold the chalice yeah. yeah some some people think that um the lead that used to be in our atmosphere and in our, uh, you know, sprinkling down on us from uh, gasoline created one of the biggest monsters that we're still fighting today, the boomers. So <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's like a theory out there that an entire generation of people are like essentially like less empathetic because of lead poisoning. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But generally, yeah, the Pokedex does focus on this kind of this kind of fear that heavy p- pollution um, caused by humans or improper disposal of you know toxic and right radioactive waste is the reason why Grimers exist. But it kind of goes into their existence as a helpful thing because all they eat is trash and all they eat is the garbage that is improperly disposed of so in a way like they're disgusting trash monsters but they're trying to help the environment too and i i really enjoy that about this family of pokemon and their numbers are going down the pokedex says i mean like you know luckily the pokemon universe was able to like rally around and be able to like prevent something from happening but uh, quick everyone shit in this bucket yeah do your part yeah. <laughs> but they do say that like, you know, if if Grimer can't collect enough germs, it will like slowly die. It's yeah. pretty Yeah. Well, because creepy. it's compromised of this sludge that is is a bundle of pungent bacteria, mm-hmm. uh, which is why it's so potent and disgusting and it's just like nasty and you don't really want to be around the Grimer or the muck. And you kind of just want to let them do their thing and let them eat your trash. So they're kind of like slaves to humans if you think about it. I don't think that's true. I think of it in a way that's like if somebody just constantly was just like, I have so many fresh pizzas. Dave, do you want some? And I started eating pizzas all the time. I think that's a symbiotic relationship. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, I guess if you want to look at it more positively. I mean, they only exist because humans are trash and make too much trash. True. True. I mean, it's a give and take, too, because while they do clean the environment, they destroy life because all that bacteria, uh, Grimer, leaves bland, barren and incapable of supporting plant life where muck, Mm. they say that some land won't be like re-inhabitable by plants or any life for three years. Yeah, Yeah. but at least it's three years. It's not forever, you know? Well, there are some Pokedex entries that say three years, and some of them say, uh, like, the Earth never recovers from hmm. them stepping upon it. So, but yeah, most most commonly um, for muck, it's uh, three years. Uh, any place where muck has been, no uh, plant life can grow. Yeah, so they're super toxic. But the cool thing about them is it's just like um, Ponyta and Rapidash. Because ju- ju- like generally, if you touch a muck or a grimer, it's very toxic to, to humans and it can cause a lot of harm. But they can choose you know, um, to not intoxicate you <laughs> with their disgustingness if it loves you. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you guys look at the names? Because this is one of the Pokemon where like all of the different countries got together and were like, let's do something cool. Oh, um, no. So Grimer is Griber, but in mm-hmm. Japanese, he's uh, Bet Better, which like is apparently Beto Beto is sticky in Japanese. So he's literally just like sticky. Um, <laughs> and then in French, he's uh, Ta de Morve. Which means pile of snot. Oh man! The German name is Slima. Meow. Hi. Um, 
Yeah, Slimer. Korean is Squishy. And then the Cantonese and Mandarin names are Ooze Beast and Foul Sludge. <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. Oh man. It's like, man, they all were like, yeah, let's 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 make something cool here. I think I like the snot one the best. Was that French? Pile of snot, yeah. The French one is definitely <laughs> the best. Ta de morve. Oh, it even sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, and we just got remerge and come. Um <laughs> yeah. I love just like little things about Grimer, like eating and stuff like that. Um, like, for example, they talk about how it can flatten itself out and go into the sewage pipe so it can eat, quote, filthy wastewater. Mmm, scrumpsh. It's diarrhea. It's shit and, shit and piss. He's eating yeah. all the shit and piss. Yeah, well, I guess they're they're really just looking for bacteria, sources of bacteria, because yeah. if they don't get that source of bacteria... Maybe we should get a grammar for our cat box. Well, That's true. I was even saying its population fluctuates based on the availability of waste. So I imagine <laughs> they follow the Taco Bell's uh, oh, distribution yeah. chain. Oh, yeah. They just, like, stalk their customers home. They're like, I'm waiting for you. I would be I know like... You, I know you got something for me. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like the like the nice old lady down the street who just made trays and trays of cookies. I'd be like, come on in, little boys, and let me get you a heaping loaf. Um, it's, yeah. It's just wild that, like, Grimer as a Pokemon is intolerable and awful yeah. and just, like especially early on in the anime, like everybody can't be near them without like their skin bursting off. But then like, as you say, when it loves you, like professor Oak can swim in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, you either become nose deaf to the smell or, uh, it stops smelling for you. Like as a, as a courtesy, Maybe uh, COVID existed back then and obliterated everyone's <laughs> sense of smell. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would fix it all. Yeah. Um, P- poker us. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, Muck uh, even has a description that says it smells like putrid kitchen garbage. And like, oh. I was going to ask you guys, do you remember like the worst thing you've ever smelled in your life? Because I do. <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting? They say that your olfactory memory is the best memory out of every memory of your senses. Oh, yeah. No, so, I, I will smell stuff sometimes and be like, I yep, remember, I remember this from f- when I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have two smells. That yeah, I'm, me too. I have I have two also. All right, lay them on us. Do you want to all say our worst smells? Let's do it. This is the this is the one for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, you want to start? Sure. Okay, so I used to babysit a lot when I was in high school. And um, this... <laughs> This kid or this mom gave me like expired formula for this baby once and I didn't notice that it was expired. I'm sure she didn't either um, and didn't mean it. But I had to get this baby. Was the baby a grimer? Yeah, well, it became one, let me tell you, because this baby like shit itself so bad that the poop was like all the way up its back and in its hair and shit. Literally, like literally in shit. And it smelled so bad like i have and i had changed a lot of baby diapers before like that was the most <laughs> disgusting thing i've ever smelled like and i'm really not sensitive to smells i don't have a great sense of sn- smell but that one was making me gag like i almost puked on this kid several times <laughs> it was so Make him bad a full grimer he's already covered oh my in shit God. just get him it covered was in so puke. disgusting oh, and then then i used to be a bartender and um we were having an, an inspector come by and they made us like deep clean everything behind the bar. So um, we were mopping the floors and we found this like bucket that had just been sitting under like the bar for, I guess, several years and had just collected all this like juice and like alcohol and like food particles and just all this shit. And we just moved the bucket. And like once it was exposed from out, out from under the bar, the smell of that was just so disgusting. And the way it looked, I was like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever smelled anything that bad. But I still think the baby shitting was worse. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was a 
a baby in distress. It was it was a baby who had literally been food poisoned. <laughs> yeah. I've heard tales of babies shitting so hard yeah. that it runs up yes. their diaper and up oh their my back. God. It was not their- even it was not even shit. It was literally like liquid. It was liquid. Yeah. yeah. Oh this disgusting. is a question I've been asking people every now and then. Yeah. Because I just think about it. It has nothing to do with Pokemon, but if it's gotta be on an episode, it's this one. Do you think you could shit your pants with such force that you can bring them down to your ankles? <laughs> I don't think so. But what if they were like basketball shorts and they were loose? I think I think you could shit a <laughs> that's lot. Cheating. No, like that's the amount cheating. of shit could like make your pants really heavy, maybe, but not like the force of the uh projectileness of it. I'm thinking <laughs> practical effects for the the comedy. Anyway, what do you guys smell? <laughs> that reminds me of the my brother and my brother and me, uh, Griffin, says uh, when you're in space and you nut so hard it pushes you backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing worth testing. Yeah. Um, my worst smells, uh, I'll say my two top ones. In the fourth grade, we had a experiment where we had to bring eggs to school and we were going to dissolve the eggshell in vinegar no. and um, just have like the egg's membrane and the the egg left behind and uh it was close to the end of the year so i left those two eggs in my backpack the entire summer no and then when i came back to my backpack at the beginning of fifth grade uh i opened up the container with the eggs in there and was just hit by that wave Oh, oh wait wait dave i remember the worst smell <laughs> that we've experienced together <laughs> do you remember this smell <laughs> which one was it oh my god we had just moved into our new apartment <laughs> and we had gone food shopping oh that's that's <laughs> mine yeah that's mine all right go ahead you say it then <laughs> so we went food shopping. We during COVID, we had to get paint. Oh. We had to get the stuff. So we did like an early morning, far out of the way Walmart run to get everything in one with not a lot of people there to try and avoid and everything like that. We got all this stuff and we got ground beef and it was in the back of the car in a separate bag. We thought we brought everything out of the car and did not. We had moved. Oh. It was COVID. Nobody drove. Yeah. <laughs> The car sat there for like at least a week. It sat there for at least a week, week and a half of 90 (laughs) plus degree weather. Yep. Yeah. You have to smoke a lot of cigars in that car to get that smell out. Oh my God. So luckily the trunk isn't connected to the cab, (sighs) but so much. um, And the thing too is it wasn't even open. Like it, it it was a sealed bag. Like it didn't, but it still made it through. Uh, that's, Nasty. that was one of the worst, but, um, still on really, really hot days. So the days when it gets to like, I remember this one time we had like a heat wave. It was over a hundred every day behind zap comics. When I'm working there, there's the dumpster, but also there is that receptacle for all of the cooking oil from the restaurants mm, and yeah. they left it open. And it was wild because you'd walk out and it just like your eyes would burn just because it was just I don't like it was a full dumpster of cooking oil that I being there. I've seen them. I would work there for nine years. I've seen them empty at once. So like it's just giant. Imagine a full dumpster just full of food particles out in a 100 degree temperature uh, open. It was like you could see the fumes coming from it. It was so hot out. Oh, it was gnarly. disgusting. Now, imagine digging that out of the sewers and reusing it to cook. Because oh. some countries do that. Oh, my God. Um, oh. Peter, Peter, I'm you... sorry. Yeah, you had another smell and I cut you off. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought of another one at, oh, at good. the same time. Oh. Um, so I used to work at a vet's office. And uh, if you... Lance a sizable abscess in a animal, uh, that like ball of pus that shoots out is very, very awfully smelling. Gross. Um, if your cat is constipated and you have to, um, put soapy water up its butt and then it, uh, rockets out diarrhea, that smells really bad. Um, (laughs) 
Un unneutered male cat urine is really bad. Oh yeah. And yeah. then also um I I think the most lingering smell is uh just skunk spray. If mm-hmm. you get that anywhere on yourself, you 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 smell it for like two and a half weeks. Oops. Two and a half weeks <laughs> or, or you know, or until you just go insane and shoot your nose off. Those well, are my, my smells. My smells. The first one is a short story. Uh, my friend Jenny uh, left a coffee cup with coffee in it in my locker for an entire year. And then at the end of the year, she was like, I'll just empty it out and clean it. And then she opened it up and she was like, nope, throwing it out. <laughs> um, Cause that was rancid. You could and then have the totally other- for a second. <laughs> you were just like, and Oh, fun story. The worst smell. My friend, Jenny, and moving on. <laughs> and moving the on. End. No, no. Jenny was a very uh, nice smelling uh, friend. Um, Highest compliment. But no, no, no. So, <laughs> gotta save it in case she's listening. Um, yeah. No, the the other one is definitely the one that solidified in my mind is the worst thing I ever smelled, which is um, so at my old apartment. Uh, we were on the second floor and it would get so hot. Uh, I bought this like industrial size air conditioner that was supposed to like cool down like, you know, a warehouse and it would cool the place by like one or two degrees and like only the living room if we closed like all the doors and curtains and stuff. So the kitchen was just always hot. And one time I took the garbage bag out of the garbage and left um for uh our camping trip um and uh then went on another vacation and then came home to a like two week old bag of banana onion (laughs) and all sorts of other stuff that had formed a liquid that was seeping out of the bag onto the floor and made me gag um and so then for like the next week i was basically boiling vinegar nonstop in the kitchen in an attempt to try to neutralize this i was pouring boiling water on the tile floor (laughs) trying to like get anything out because like dave said like once it got hot in there you could smell it like there was no escaping it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and then yeah even when i moved out i could still smell it and it would just make (laughs) me gag every time that's nasty the other day um dave um Dave and I carved pumpkins with our friend Jenna mm-hmm. and um, we don't really have a, an outdoor space where we live. So we kept them inside carved. And by the next day, the whole house smelled like rotting pumpkins. And that was pretty gnarly too. Yeah. They didn't make it long. Yeah. A day. I mean, One it's day. also like they're picking them now and it's, they were like 85, 88 degree days. Like, right. <laughs> so the pumpkins, mm. but uh, but Grimer, do you know that uh, Koga is a real motherfucker? <laughs> do you guys you know, know about capacity. Koga? No. I mean, no. <laughs> I know he likes oh. to fuck. No. Yes, his uh, his daughter takes over the gym. Probably because he got canceled because he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> so Koga in the manga is a fucking monster. Like, uh, luckily, Blue's Char uh, Charmeleon chops his Arbok in half, but we know him as the Poison Gym leader in Red and Blue and Yellow. Um, he's like a bad guy ninja in the manga. So yeah. uh, in half of the gym leaders are good, and half of them are secretly working for Team Rocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Goal for the Golbat. Koga wore a Grimer on his shoulder in the form of a ninja outfit. So he used it like Venom, kind of, (laughs) to wear this stinky shit. He used it uh, extensively to smother Blue, preventing him from breathing to restrict his movements um, so he'd be unable to call his Pokemon. And then he so he tried to asphyxiate him. And then later he tried to do the same to Agatha. Who, as oh, we're wow. learning, Agatha yes. is Not... an old lady, but uh, elite for badass, and we yeah. So her. sometimes you just need to shit on yourself and then choke old ladies and uh, young children. 
He said this idea where like an old man walks up to you covered in shit and he's like, I'm a ninja. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get canceled, though. He actually became a member of the Elite Four. He did. So. Evil wins. What game was he in the Elite Four? Was that also? That was Gold uh, Silver, right? Gold, Silver, yeah, Crystal, I, yeah. yeah. They uh, have the weakest Elite Four, so it's it's okay. He's not he's not that elite. Um, Did you guys know that since a Grimer doesn't have a solid form, it can seep through any crevice or space with very uh, relative ease? <laughs> like in your um, butt and out your mouth. I guess so. Fatality. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. Um, yeah, because of their uh, constant searching for like weird sludges apparently their bodies become petri dishes for entirely new poisons and like new bacterias and they do this from splitting and finding new sludges and then coming together again so they're the uh definition of a mutation yeah they uh i mean there's got to be some uh scientific uh discoveries found because of them um apparently uh to get the same amount of uh like stuff to to kill like the earth you need like some very intense poisons anyway like you can do it by like putting salt in the earth but you can just water the earth and it'll leach the the salts out so like this is like uh, basically agent orange levels of uh, like plant destruction which also reinforces my hypothesis that this might have come from like this Pokemon might have come from the war effort hmm. I definitely I there's so much they just need to write a whole book on the history of the great Pokemon war because yeah. I have so many questions yeah does your mom still have all of the letters from overseas? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely that uh that ghastly episode with like the widow who's like Yeah. But it's really just him <laughs> being like catfishing <laughs> all these people. James yeah. and Brock. Uh do you guys know about uh Beto Baby? No. no. Beto Baby, Baby is one of the seventeen cut baby Pokemon. And is there anything like Muppet Babies? Oh my god, is it like the, the little Grimer shit baby? Grimers that they leave behind? It was supposed to be. And it, like a lot of them, sometimes you're like, wow, I really wish they came through with that and made it. Then other times you're like, that's fucking stupid. Uh, it's basically a ditto <laughs> with a with like a pacifier in its mouth. Oh, it's if cute. You, if you take a Diglett's face and make its nose oh, yeah. um, black, and then you take a Ditto's body and make it a little bit more purple. That's basically it. Yeah. And it, it basically means it's just like baby Grimer. Like, what what was the Japanese name again? Uh, uh, Beto Beto. Yeah. So by adding the B at the end, apparently, it just means like baby of that. Like if you added an Ito or, or an Ita to a, mm-hmm. like a Spanish yeah, word. Spanish name. Yeah. So it's, yeah, literally Baby Grimer. It would have just been called Baby Grimer. And it didn't give anything great to us, so they cut it. Also, I think it looks a lot like Ditto. That confused things. I saw a few yeah. different, like, fan theories where it's like, is Ditto, is Grimer just the, you know... Evil uh, Ditto. Pretty much, they're like, "This is it." When it got infected, and it's like, "No, they're just similar like blobs." Um, I always liked Grimer because um, talking sprites for a moment. I think it has my favorite uh, red and blue sprite, which is just him with like big round eyes and two hands thrust in the air and waving them like he just doesn't care. Yeah, it does, but it looks ridiculous from the back. Yeah. And if you have a Game Boy uh, color, you get that nice shade of purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Added it is a good game. shade of purple. I will give it that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Pokemon. Beautiful. And then it's green, a shiny version, which is kind of gnarly. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I think sludge, like, yeah. how did purple become the color of poison? I don't know. That's a good question. Because when I think sludge and stuff, like, yeah, green, 100%. Browns. Browns and greens, but purple. Yeah. Because it's not just Pokemon. Like, purple, I feel like, is always, like, if you get poisoned in a video game, it's always, like, little purple bubbles. So, it might be because um, usually animals who are uh, poisonous are brightly colored, like purple or red, Mm. maybe. That could be one thing, but... um, Oh, uh, purple poison marijuana strain information. Yeah, uh, thank that's you. What I'm getting now. Oh, too. I found <laughs> so apparently in nature a lot of deadly plants and animals are brightly colored, um, and they say usually the bright unnatural colors um, of synthetics end up being around green and purple, hmm. and they reflect okay. their dangerous unnatural properties of the substances. So I think yeah, it's so like, like natural watch, and unnatural. Watch out for eggplants because. Yeah, you. those eggplants will get you. Yeah. Yep. Or I mean, people used to believe that tomatoes were poisonous. So. Oh, really? It's like one of my favorite foods. That's why they would throw them at people when they thought they were doing <laughs> poorly, like in shows and stuff, because they were poisonous. Oh. That or makes all those be. fun jokes way <laughs> more gruesome. Yeah. Right. They should have uh, thrown those. If sludge bomb was just a tomato being thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're in like the rainforest and you tell a bad joke and someone throws one of those frogs at you. <laughs> oh, but uh, is that poisonous? Poisonous or venomous? It would be poisonous, right? Because venom is uh, it being injected Biting. into you. Yeah. Yeah. It's magma when it's underground. <laughs> Science. Well, I only have. One more thing about Grimer regular version, yeah, and that's yeah. Well, we have Alola. To, I mean, oh, yeah. kind of. We I guess didn't, we didn't say anything about the Alola. Anything version. he had about him? No, but there's an e-reader card that I saw of Grimer, and it looks like I made it in 3D Studio Max. Like it looks really <laughs> poorly 3D made. I think I know which one you're talking about. It's beautiful. I love it. I just want to collect all of the Pokemon that have something like that like there's the ghastly there's this grimer uh there's got it i think there's like a magnemite that looks really bad yeah the poor <laughs> poorly cg'd ones yeah exactly there's a lot there's so much when it comes i just pulled out all my diglet cards recently and i was just blown away at how many ways they can draw like just a nugget but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i am impressed with them especially um i don't know if you guys have seen the new collections um packs that are out right now the celebrations oh i'm sorry the celebrations i'm like i'm horrible with names i don't I'm think so i'll sorry. ever see a pokemon card again that uh isn't behind uh like the glass of zap comics we'll get you we we got we need some celebrate you need to celebrate we'll make it happen yeah yeah time. but they're just like kind of redoing some of the art um the og art and they just look so great like some of the like the flying pikachu that has like a dynamax version and it's just so freaking cute and i love it and it's really fat uh my boy uh imposter professor oak got a holographic remake yeah, of his card yeah. um but i was going to lead it in the way of pokemon cards in the way that I collect Diglets, I also collect banned Pokemon cards. Oh, and yes. this is possibly my favorite one. Yeah, it's, this is a good one. So Grimer, we all know the Grimer card. Um, it's Grimer coming up from the sewer, peeking out, and in ours, he's staring right in your eyes. Like he popped out of the sewer and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Not the case in the Japanese card originally. In the Japanese card, this is in the Rockets, the Rockets Grimer. He is looking up and to an angle, and there seems to be a girl in a short plaid skirt right there. So Grimer is staring up her skirt, which was too unwholesome for the uh, American crowd, and they had to censor it. You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, but it's one of my favorite cards. It's not the first Grimer, actually. It, he debuted in Fossil, I believe, but this was for the yes, Rocket he set. Yes, he did. Yep. This was for the Rocket set. 
Yeah, because he was a naughty Grimer, and regular Grimers aren't like that. It takes a bad person to train their the Grimer to do that. It's it's so funny too because like it's not even that different, but it's just the little specks of the eyes, and it makes mm-hmm. all the difference. It's yeah. it's so good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's really not even that subtle either. Like it's yeah. pretty. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's like, good timing. He's waiting for the bacteria to drop. (laughs) Oh, man. My my favorite Grimer card is him coming out through a toilet and then me uh, going to sit down on the toilet and him giving a thumbs up and me being unaware that he's there. He's like, oh, dinner. Everyone Photoshop that. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Sentret that's... um, Sucking on a, some some milk. Some milk tank titties. <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast, um, Rocket Hideout, and from uh, our Charizard and Charmander episode, just found me one to add to my collection. Thank you so oh, much, Ben. nice. Very excited oh. to add that to my uh, problematic jinx, my Buddhist symbol Golbat trading card my misty's oh, tears yeah. naked misty and recently my uh sabrina's gengar who was hanging out in front of graves which the american children also couldn't see yeah that one is really cool now aren't all pokemon cards banned in the eyes of the lord so <laughs> should we collect them all <laughs> we certainly should uh alolan grimer is uh Grimer that was specifically brought to the Alolan region uh, to help them with their trash problem because they're an island civilization. And that's why they are smaller and heavier because they were theoretically bred to be smaller so that they could, um, you know, be a more compact size, but heavier so that they can eat more trash. Yeah, and this is very closely related to the problem Hawaii has with their trash issue. They are literally running out of land for all of their garbage and have no place to put it. So they've gotten to the point where they are like shipping their garbage to the United States. And then the United States is just kind of dumping it back into the the ocean and polluting the water that goes right to Hawaii. So it's like a full circle of just garbage. Apparently there are barges out there with like just filled with trash mm-hmm. uh, that have been out to sea for like yeah tens of years now yep. just because they have no port to go to and no place will take them back and they're just guys that are just on the ship with like nowhere to go and nothing to do. Could you be could you imagine being on a on a garbage ship and being like, "Well, I guess I'm just going to live out here now cuz nobody wants my shit." <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And apparently they're still being paid, but like Wow. They're just being paid to like never babysit come, trash. Never come home. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much you'd have to pay me to do that. It's probably Millions. just like uh it's just like, damn, my my annoying nephew is ruining the family fortune. If only I can find him a job. And they're like, <laughs> I figured something out. A nefarious plot. Um, yeah, apparently, like, island. like <laughs> New Jersey, New York, uh, they also have, like, famous trash disputes because New York City wants to get rid of their trash. And New Jersey was like the place to bring their trash for the longest time. Just watch the Sopranos. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Waste management. Um, On top of that with Hawaii, there's literally a current that kind of like wraps around all of Hawaii over there in the ocean. So it pulls all the trash from every continent in that area in the Pacific ocean. So there is so much trash on the beaches and plastics and things that wash up. So the idea of this Alolan Grimers, they're brought over there and they basically have a never ending supply of trash washing up on the shores. And that's what they are there to do. They're there to take care of the human made trash and also everything that's washing up. Pokemon are so smart. Yeah. The only thing is there's Yeah. I was going to say one thing I love is that uh, and this is something that I think is kind of cute where 
if they run out of trash, they'll start eating like the trainer's things and furniture. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just start eating <laughs> Apparently stuff. Apparently specifically furniture yeah. they like to go yeah. for. Yeah. But also And they also sorry, they'll they'll also eat trubbish too. Yeah. Garbodors. Yeah. That made me sad. That part yeah. I hated. But I just think like, you know, when they say like somebody's trash is another man's treasure. But like when trash is your food, like they might end up eating your treasures. <laughs> because <laughs> like what's i'm trying to think what show it is where they try to pollute somebody tries oh it's it's a futurama where they're trying to pollute the earth and I mean, uh it's real life too and fry is just like like how do we make trash because the the trash ball that uh his that like our generation made they hurled it into space and it's coming back to destroy new york again so he's oh yeah, like, it's like yeah. the most like rancid smelling thing, and yeah, the smelloscope episode. But Fry's teaching everybody how to create waste because they've uh, they're like the future. So he's just like, here, just throw it on the ground. Now it's trash, and they're like, wow, it's that easy. <laughs> um, yeah, Alolan, great, love it. Oil spill, nice. Fun. I guess so, but like when I saw it the first time, I did not immediately think oil spill. It's way too brightly colored. For yeah, an oil I was spill. like, why, why, why is it a rainbow? Like why is it a rainbow lime blob? Green and yeah. like yellows. Like I don't know. I wish they had designed it like not linear. I wish it was just more like blotchy and sporadic color. You like know, a, like a, a spinda. Every grimer and muck are a different uh, shade. Yeah, that would that, that would have been really cool. Yeah, I don't know if they can. Uh, I guess they still can do that because Spinda is still a Pokemon, huh? For um, now, until yeah. we end it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, um, yeah, uh, they're supposed to resemble an oil slick, and the, with their multicolors, and then uh, they have little teeth. That are supposed to be like condensed garbage crystals. And apparently if like they lose one of their teeth, like that's like a like national biohazard waiting to happen. Just yeah, they're extremely dangerous if they uh, come in contact with any like a direct contact with these crystals is, is, is really, really toxic. So... That's always like, very scary, too, the idea of, like, a small amount of mm -hmm. a poison. Like, who's that scientist that was doing a experiment with, like, and accidentally had, like, a, a hole in one of her... Um, it was some type of, like, uh, mercury or something. Some, like, very condensed mercury or something had a hole in one of her gloves and it accidentally touched her and she was, like, dead. I was in Bill like, Nye, the science guy. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. But that's always very scary, the idea that, like, one wrong move with, like, something could kill you instantly. Especially if you train it. Well, the, yeah, the other right? thing, too, I was going to say before is, like, yeah, it's an oil spill, whatever. But then I read its teeth, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Grimer doesn't have teeth. Then I had to Google it again, and I was like, oh, shit, this Grimer's got teeth. <laughs> I missed those. It's yeah. weird. It's weird that he got two buck teeth. Yeah. And, like, the, eyeliner. They, yeah, the, the, <laughs> muck, the muck teeth look... Uh, muck teeth. <laughs> the, the, the muck teeth actually look like teeth, but the, the like, uh, sharp and, like, scary. But the, the Grimer teeth just look like <laughs> two goofy buck teeth yeah yeah the, the the thing that's creepier about calling them teeth is that like yeah they're these growing rocks but muck like he has like teeth growing out of his like hand and the side of his neck yeah. like that's scary and i don't like it why would you do that ew well i guess we all have teeth growing out of our fingers they're called uh fingernails they're finger teeth <laughs> I used yeah. to be one of those kids that had teeth growing on top of teeth. You ever see those those kids? Oh yeah, love yeah. those kids. Yeah, that kind of reminds this conversation kind of reminds me of those days. <laughs> so what they do with that? They pulled them, okay. and then they gave me um, braces for five years. So did that was the me too. Yeah. did the regular teeth make the 
uh, old teeth go wonky or did the baby teeth make the new teeth grow wonky? No, my um, pacifier addiction until I was six years old did all that. <laughs> See, yeah. my, my baby teeth kind of like splayed, like angled outwards. So my adult teeth grew in fine and then the baby ones were just on top. And my mom said, like, Ugh. if you can pull these out, I'll give you money. But, like, oh. I'm not a dentist. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I yanked out all my baby teeth when I was really young. So I had all my adult teeth when I was about eight. And I just looked <laughs> like like a like a dork. I was like, I had these huge teeth that were, like, piling on top of each other. And just, oh, it was awful. You were, really like, bad. six years old. You locked yourself in a room with, like, a pair of pliers. I'm not kidding. I, I literally, like, yanked out all my baby teeth in, like, a single year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was weird. I don't um, know why. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I remember yanking out my baby's teeth in frustration because I was uh, yeah. like, lost in Mount Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like a hangnail. Like you just mess with it and then you just like yank it. Just like, oh man. It's like pulling teeth. Literally. Yeah. Do you think a mobster that had a uh, business, uh, a trash business, you could like dissolve a human corpse in a muck or a grimer. Peter, that's gross that, that you would ask that. Also, <laughs> 100% yes. Well, I heard that bones are very difficult to dispose of. So, like, do they eat humans like chicken and like leave the bones behind, or do they eat the bones too? Well, it's grimer. Like, a bone. Uh, alligators okay. can eat bones. So. But also, bones yeah, but are But grimers don't trash. have like teeth like that. Yeah, but alligators don't chew their food either. They just oh, they just swallow it whole. Yeah, they just rip it. Uh, they bring uh, their uh, prey to the bottom and uh, they place it at the bottom in the muck uh, at the bottom of the you know Disney World, and uh, they let the uh, corpse rot for a little while, and then they uh, nibble off chunks and. Oh, uh, they don't even chew it, and then their stomach acids dissolve everything, bones and all. So, yeah, because if the skeleton parts come out of your ass when you poop, you would be boned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> any other muck things? Um, I got a couple of muck things. Uh, Ash had a muck, and he caught it in uh, Sparks Fly for Magnolite in a town called Gringy City. <laughs> That's what I love that it's called Gringy City. Yeah. This muck loves Professor Oak, like, a lot. <laughs> and then, yeah, he loves Professor Oak, and uh, Ash apparently never, like, you know, made an impression on him, because even still to this day, Ash has used him in a couple of battles over the years. But uh, the only thing that really gets him excited is to see Professor Oak. He uh, saved um, the day in the Elite Four. Yeah, yeah. Against the he, very difficult Bell Sprout. <laughs> yeah, a very strong Bell Sprout that took out Pikachu and Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Yeah, and, yeah. And then just because when I'm fighting Bell Sprout, my first instinct is Bulbasaur and Pikachu, <laughs> not yeah. my Charmeleon or you know I don't know anything else. Yeah, apparently um, the bell sprout was like, you know, very live it, and able it was to do... kicking ass. Yeah. yeah, I saw the video. It it fucking like suplexed the mock. That was me playing red and blue. Like I was, I'd play through the game so many times and then go back to the elite four and just be like, "All right, you're ready to fight my level one hundred Kakuna." Like, just tackle, tackle, tackle. Oh, you had a level. Uh, I I remember I put the my Kakuna in the uh, daycare center for the entire game, and then when I took it out finally, it was still a. Uh, I think it was like a level like ninety four Kakuna that still only knew Harden. Oh man, yeah, I I remember if you evolve it from um, a. a was it a Kakuna? Yeah, so it was a Weedle. I think it was a Kakuna I had. Then it'll learn Tackle. Or no, it'll learn Poison. What? I forget what it learns. What does it, it learn? Caterpie learn Tackle, and then I tackle. think Weedle knew Poison Sting. Poison Sting, that's it. Yeah, you, yeah, so you can... Stings. And then you do the times three Dodrio speed when you're training on your N64 using Pokemon Stadium, and you can grow levels faster. 
the Dodrio <laughs> speed, I think, was uh, five times. Oh, damn. Yeah. Not bad. Doduo speed was three for whatever reason. Or, or maybe two. I'm not sure. As we learned in the episode, Doduo is actually faster. Yeah. But also yeah. not. <laughs> I don't know. Pokedex is dumb. Uh, Did you know that Muck is uh, tied for the shortest Pokemon name? I was going to say yes. that. Yeah, tied with Mew. Yeah. Um, and did you know that there are Muck fan clubs? I Ew. saw that. I like that. Yeah. Some people like the way it smells. Yeah. The uh, stench it gives off will make your nose scrunch up. Still, there are Muck fans out there who thinks that's a good thing. <laughs> I also did enjoy the fact that even though their numbers are going down, humans are kind enough to uh, install sludge pools for them uh, to, you know, give them a place to feed. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, here's a sludge pool for you. That the Pokemon universe can get together and, like, solve problems. Yeah, if only we could do that in real life. Yeah. Nah. But we can't. Chansey's cured COVID. <laughs> yes, do it. Um, I think it's about that time to play that game. Ooh, Wait, you guys Alolan play Muck. Oh, we, Did, didn't, we didn't say Alolan anything Muck. about Alolan Muck. He's got teeth. I mean, there's not much. <laughs> yeah, um, he he's quiet stink. and friendly. Yes. Um, oh, and then apparently, um, Muck is a a uh, based off of the yokai Doro Tabo. Which is a mud monster that appears in uh, rice fields with a single upraised hand. Um, and it's what happens when a lazy, um, like a person at a, a farm takes over and leaves the, the fields barren. So that the uh, old dead farmer will come back and yell at the new owner to give them back their field until... <coughs> I'm sorry. Until um, the fields um, have rice on them again. <coughs> sorry about that, guys. No worries. We all cough sometimes, but coughing's a different Pokemon. <laughs> so I'd ask you to stop. <laughs> I'm gonna drink uh, some water. Enjoy it. Are we ready? My last go? muck stuff. No, my last muck stuff is its name in other languages. Japanese is uh, Beto Beton because he's a sticky ton. Uh, the French is Grotta d'Amorve, which means big snot pile. And the Cantonese Beautiful. in Mandarin is Ooze Freak and Very Foul Sludge. <laughs> I'm sorry, the French like, still did again, it the best. Th- the the amount of names for disgusting, stagnant, rancid, like the, it's just a thesaurus of smelly words in here. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's why Muck is the best. Yeah. So yeah, game time. All right, game time, game time. All right, so Dave we only gets have to choose two first. Boys. I get yes, to go Dave. first. I get to first dibs. win. <clears throat> all right, all right. Go ahead and guess how many grimers we have in uh, the TCG. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, 17. Sorry. Uh-huh. 20. Okay. Steven is the best Fucking at this game. <laughs> it's 21, and they debuted, Ooh. we mentioned earlier, in the fossil. Poop yep, 21, 21. Okay, Dave, you could go first again, though. Yeah. All right. 22. Try, try it, Muck. 22. Okay, 22. 18. Okay. Uh, 20. Oh. Steven wins again. Yeah, it's it is it is is exactly twenty. Wow, Steven, man, so good at this game. If it comes to numbers, Steven knows them all. Oh yeah, like one, two, three, negative four. Jeez, I could go on and on. This guy is a number line in his room. He's cheating. Next time I'm just going to be like two and Sarah's going to be like, actually? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Oh, but good job, Steven. And Dave, you'll get him next time. That's what yeah. they always to say. Go again until he wins. I still have what? Like another 800 <laughs> tries. <laughs> yeah, you got this. 
Yeah, I can't wait until we get to number 100, though. I can feel it. Oh, we're almost there. Yeah. Yeah. I get who, more and more excited every episode. Who is number 100? It's Voltorb. Oh, 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 yeah. you're, yes, your favorite. Yeah. We're almost there. We're, we're going to have nothing to say about him, and that's okay. No, it's well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about your love for him. That could last hours. <laughs> it will last hours. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I have a, a story already. I can't say it yet. Save it. Save, <laughs> save it. it. Save it. Well, this. Yeah, is... our next one is the best. Can't wait for next week. I don't even know. Ooh, you're gonna want to know. But we'll keep you on your toes for next yep. week. Yeah, you gotta come back. If you know which Pokemon it's going to be, uh, please email us. <laughs> and remember, if you are going to come back, Muck has come back. Get it? Thanks for, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for your rhymer. C- come again real soon. Yeah. Do you know the final evolution that they cut? His name What's was that? Zidge. <laughs> Zidge. <laughs> Careful, Dave. Last time you started saying things backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs)